Yeah, but start cleaning those tires off. Great to shine. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. So Sunday drive. All right, well, man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready, ready. Green flag. Green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass. It is uh, Monday night. If you're uh, listening to us on uh, wherever you're listening to us from, uh, I am uh, Randy Miller. Tom Baker is sitting. I, it's weird because I'm sitting in the Silman seat tonight, so I'm sitting in a different <laughs> the spot. Strata it's, seat. The Strata it's the Strata seat, but yeah. uh, he's uh, he should be floating his way back from uh, Bristol uh, as soon as the race is over. There's uh, 15 laps to go as we're recording this live. Uh, Tom Baker and Noel Lewis are sitting on the other side of the uh, round table, and of course, uh, Murdoch pushing buttons. So uh, we've established that Peter's not here because uh, he decided to stay in Bristol. I was at Bristol on Saturday, and then I floated back here. Um, and I'll tell you about that in a little bit. And then our guest, uh, Nick DeGroot, is uh, covering the race for motorsport.com. So he's not on the phone yet, but he said he will call um, when the race is over, which is now uh, 14 laps from the end, and uh, Logano and uh, Hamlin are the top two. So we'll keep you posted on what's going on with the race. There are other uh, things to talk about, uh, and uh, we'll get to all of that. And I want to uh, I want to pick these guys' brains uh, because uh, I want to talk a little bit about my experience being at Bristol on Saturday. Um, and even though I didn't get to stay for the race, it was a completely awesome uh, experience of just being at the track and, and seeing, you know, what the track looked like with the dirt on it. Um, and I wish I would have been able to stay and watch the race. Um, the truck race was earlier today, and uh, Martin Truex Jr. won that race. Uh, I don't think anybody in this room expected him to win because nobody picked him for fantasy. I know I didn't, and I know none of these guys did either. Um, but it was uh, it was a really – I thought it was a good race, although it was kind of a wreck fest and uh, – um, there are other choice words that none of us can say on the air to describe the race, but uh, uh, I know in the chat we, uh, we we talked about it a little bit. But uh, what do you guys think about the truck race? First of all, I guess we should say uh, the breaking news before we came on the air that the dirt, uh, the, they're going to do the same thing next year, um, hopefully a different day um, or a different weekend uh, that's not full of rain, five inches of rain to be exact. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Noah, what do you think about the truck race? Well, first off, I want to say hi to Peter Strada because this time he's the one that's not here coming back from a race. Mm-hmm. Ha ha! Mm-hmm. All right, so we better Boo. we better be uh, we better be dissing him when he gets back. In At here. least he has the <laughs> excuse of the race is still going. <laughs> well, it's true. that's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I'm going to be busy tonight. I can tell. Come on, I was I had to drive 12 hours back from Miami. Anyway, so uh, you, didn't like a you didn't do any of that drive. He didn't have well, like a, I had to ride but. a niece's <laughs> basketball game or you know something like that going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, the truck race was pretty interesting, just about how this cup race has gone. Um, Martin Truex, like you said, no one expected him to fly up through the field and, and command it and uh, and really dominate that and score his first truck series victory. Um, overall, I was entertained with a lot of it, but a lot of it was also uh, pretty interesting with with the wrecking and everything. We didn't see NASCAR make a judgment call to put them single file like we did in the cup series. I mean, that, that kind of says something about the cup guys, but... I don't know. What do you think, Tom? I I give the truck race a very solid five. Um, I was not overly impressed, to be honest. Um, but I give a ton of credit to Martin Truex, and I think it's hilarious that all these dirt track hot shots that entered the race, thinking this was going to be their big opportunity and that they'd get a call from Hendrick Motorsports after it was over while they were holding the trophy in victory lane, and they all got their butt kicked by a guy who's never raced dirt before. Um, so I was interested in, in seeing that. But, um, you know, this, oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, yellow, as we're watching this out. live, the caution's out because Denny Hamlin just hit the wall. Running um, second. Well, yeah, running second. So um, don't know if a tire went down or whatever. But anyway, um, but I, I've so far I've thought the cup race was a bit better. Um, you know, it's again, it's interesting that it's come down to uh, Joey Logano and Denny Hamlin until that moment just now when Denny crashed. Because again, neither of those two maybe one dirt race apiece. So. Um, you know, it just goes to prove that all the dirt experience doesn't count when you get into a big car that you're not used to driving, Randy. <laughs> it looks like Denny just uh, went up there trying for going for broke and hit the wall. Oh, and boy. Mike Marler, a dirt guy, is in the wall as well. Go figure. That improves your point right there. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, so 10th caution. Now we're going to get a restart. Everybody listening to this live is, is going to already know what we don't know. But right, exactly. <laughs> we're on the edge yeah, of our at seat. At the moment, we don't video. know. But I, I think when it comes to the to the truck race, we're so critical of the trucks ra- running at Bristol because we've, we've seen them run in – on the dirt at Eldora. And so I think we have a lot more to compare it to because I feel like the Eldora race was a whole lot more fun than this race at Bristol was. The NASCAR guys haven't been on dirt in 51 years, so we haven't we don't have anything to compare it to right now. And I think that's why I, I feel like the NASCAR race is a little bit better just because we've never seen it before and we haven't seen it in a very long time. Whereas with trucks, we've been watching it for the last five years, and, and we have something to compare it well, to. Well, I think, too, that's just the way it went. I mean, the truck guys, I thought, were just you know, over their heads. Russell um, looks like it's about to implode. In a lot of ways. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, again, we, you can't, I don't even want to get into a discussion because as far as the rain, because no track you would have gone to would have been any better considering the rain. Right. Exactly. So I'm, I'm only comparing today. I'm not even talking about, you know, anything over the weekend or the rain or anything like that. Um, but I just think that the, the idea of, Creating a dirt track where there isn't one when you've got so many really cool dirt tracks mm. you could have taken this, this show to. Um, and I think the racing would have been better, though. Like I said, I can't argue too much because so far the cup race has been pretty good. But, yeah. um, you know, maybe the second time around, there's just a few things that they, they need to they need to take the windshields out for one thing. Yeah. You know, you got to retrofit the cars a little bit to mm-hmm. to um, the dirt track if you're going to run them on a dirt track, in my opinion. And I, I think there are a few things NASCAR needs to learn how to do, like throw quicker cautions on this dirt track. They, yeah. My goodness. I mean. They've been slower than molasses on a couple of these calls. You go to a dirt track anywhere in the country, and it's an instantaneous <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. yellow That's flag where it's here. Well, like, mean, What's going on? In the truck race, John Hunter Nemechek sat there for about a day and a half and before, then and then out. got slammed and taken out when he yeah. should have only been spun. I mean, that's you know, there've been a couple of those really slow cautions. It's like you know, I don't know why they're not reacting quicker but um i think again i think everybody just needs to learn how to do this a little bit maybe next year will be a little bit better and i think it has a lot to do with the track prep too like and the distance that we're putting on this the the race i don't know if maybe we can get the heat races to line up um ahead of the cup race so that it's more of a show and we can have a break in between to set the track back and then have a shorter feature you know what i'm saying or a shorter main so uh, maybe that's an idea for them, but it, it you know we've we've seen so many like okay well all of a sudden with fifty to go we're not going to stop everybody for fifteen minutes and we're going to go <laughs> fix the track again by the yeah. way you're starting single file this time and and so it's a learning process it's kind of like the roval but a little I mean I think a little harder because there's so many elements in it. Uh, you just got to figure it all out. Now, getting into this, obviously, like you said, the people who are watching this later will already know what we don't know. But they're getting ready to go back green in overtime. You think they have to go double file for this one, right? 
just to give anybody a chance to I win. I would hope so, but NASCAR's already said that uh, they are not doing it. Yeah, they, if, you, if, you, if you were single already, you got to stay. You can't change back just for the last restart. Well, I feel like you I mean, you can't. Well, well, I mean, NASCAR, I was about to say you can because they changed it initially. Yeah, they were a double yeah. file and then they changed <laughs> I mean, it to single file. They're so. a sandbox, but I don't think they're I'm going sure to. T- I'm sure guys like Stenhouse and, and the guys on the top that want to rip a little bit of that moisture are calling for it, but uh, but NASCAR's already told the teams that have asked about it that they're going to stay single file. I think Stenhouse is the guy to watch here on this last restart. He's in fourth, um, and he was faster than the rest of them. Uh, just before the caution. I feel like if you're somewhere around like Joey William Byron or Eric Jones, somewhere down in the bottom of the top ten, just wait a second and wait for everybody else to wreck. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what's going to happen. They're going into overtime on a dirt race. Um, so it was uh, sometime around uh, Tuesday night where I, I thought, you know, I was sitting at home and, you know, I knew I was off this coming weekend. I was like, you know what, I, I just I, I really want to go to the dirt race. So yeah. we went and bought tickets to the dirt race. So we're like, we're going to drive up there. So we drove up there Saturday morning. It was perfect Saturday morning. It was kind of cloudy and a little cool, but no rain. Um, so we went and hung out in uh, Johnson City and you know, kind of played around a little bit. Got to the track around 4.30-ish or so. The, the light models were actually running laps whenever I got there. And uh, went and, and you know found our seats. Of course, we parked on the uh, complete opposite side of the track that we needed to be on. So we had to go all the way around to the track. Um, but we ended up finding our seats and sat down. And just when I sat, the moment I sat down, I looked at the track and I was like, oh, yes, this is awesome. This is a really cool <laughs> thing i was about 50 rows up so i could see the entire track it was just it was perfect and so we sat there you know we we're waiting on the well, i had missed the first lap the the one lap of the truck race that they did run uh, during the heat race um and so they were repacking the track and it started to sprinkle and i was like eh, it's a little sprinkles not too much and then it turned into a monsoon that uh, five inches of rain later and two floating yeah. parking lots um so we decided to drive we we drove back to morganton because that was the closest hotel that wasn't 500 dollars a night um, and stayed the night, and then uh, got woke up at uh, seven in the morning with a fire alarm. Oh boy! Um, and so we ended up just saying, you know what? It's it. This is a sign that we needed to go home. Um, <laughs> so we went home. Um, but I have vouchers now that I can use for any of the other races uh, that uh, is an SMI track for up to a year. So now the dilemma becomes: what do I want to do with my vouchers? So I. Originally, we said, you know, we'll just go to the Roval because it's Charlotte. We went last year, but that was rain. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that again. Um, and I want to do something else because I can go to the Roval anytime. It's right down the street. So I want to take the tickets and go back to Bristol in August and see the actual Bristol race because I missed it the first time because of the rain. Um, but you've got, you know, you've got other several SMI. I was gonna say, go to, so. I want to jaw stop on what you guys think hmm. I should do with the voucher. Because you've got, you know, you've got Richmond, you've got Martinsville. You've I was going to say, I was going to say go to Richmond because... Darlington. Uh, Richmond's September 11th, so... It's true, yeah. That's, go that's to a, Knoxville. That's a good idea. If I had... Oh, wait, it's SMI. It has to be an SMI. SMI, so you well, yeah, can't do oh, Richmond. Yeah, yeah, that's true, you can't Okay, Richmond. so Richmond would be out. If it's right. got to be an SMI track, then... I mean, I assume the trucks in Atlanta again. Because they wanted you, they, they said you could trade your tickets in for any of the other SMI tracks. Yeah. So... You almost got to go to Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I could have gone home to Texas and for the All-Star race, but I don't really. I think Charlotte, that's Atlanta, disaster, so. if Atlanta has another. Uh, Atlanta does have a second thing, date. So. so I don't know. It's I just, Atlanta's second date's in July, though. Oof. It's true. Yeah. Like, you, you know, well, I mean, I'm from Texas. It doesn't bother me. But at the same time, well, I get what you're saying. True. But, Oh, by the I, way, Joey Logano is the winner in the first Joey Logano race. Be out Ricky Stenhouse. I told you Ricky was one to watch, and he almost did. Danny Hamlin up. and Daniel Suarez. Man, what a, what a run, what a run for, for, Daniel. for Daniel. Let a bunch of laps. 
And then out front, so wow, the, track the, outs really doing like, Is this Logano's first win this season? First one of the season, so, so, so we continue. Right? It continues, right? Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's yep. awesome. All right, we are going to step aside because we have to go to a break. When we come back from break, we'll talk more about my uh, Bristol experience weekend. I want to get you guys' thoughts on uh, some other stuff involving the race weekend. We'll do that when we come back. More inside passes around the turn. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediates to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. And you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pass. Joey Logano is a rambling man and rambled his way into a win a few minutes ago. If you are uh, watching the coverage live as we tape the show on Monday night, uh, Logano visiting Victory Lane. Um, so, guys, the, the Truck Series race uh, got one lap in of their heat race before um, you know Mother Nature decided that it did not like dirt at Bristol. 
and uh, canceled the entire uh, heat race weekend, but they did one lap, and every single car turned brown. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy <laughs> that, Randy? That's about. I I actually missed the I missed it. Well, I was I was walking through the concourse when I when the when I took the green flag, oh. and then I heard nothing for like ten minutes, and I was like, "What happened? It was somebody flip or what?" And then I I got, looked up on the because I, I walked through a, a spot in the grandstands where I saw the the colossal thing, and I was like, "Why is there a dirt lane model on the racetrack?" And I got <laughs> and just sat down. And I looked down, and like every single truck was covered in mud. And I was like, "Okay, th- I think I know mm-hmm, what happened now." Mm-hmm. So um, they got one lap in and decided to, to call it off because uh, nobody could see out their windshield, and everybody was complaining that the you know trucks were getting hot, and obviously the track wasn't ready for trucks on dirt yet. Um, and so it, it brought back memories of uh, a couple of uh, my race nights when I was driving uh, street stocks and bombers, and we they would send us out before everybody else because we were the heavy cars yes. that we can pack the track, pack the track in, yes. and it was so muddy <laughs> that you know my whole entire fire suit helmet everything was covered in mud. So I remember those days very well. Um, not not a cool experience at all, but I mean a cool experience in terms of it you know having the experience to do it, but. Just not, you know, being sent as the guinea pig to go out there and drive the track because the modified and sprint cars don't want to go out there with their pretty cars. So they send the, you know, they send the, uh, the lowly, yeah, yeah. They, they send the low team level, out there to, to take care of it. So. people, the entry level. I, you know, it's, it's for me, it, I mean, that was just a, that was desperation. NASCAR was trying to push to get heats in because they knew they were going to get heat no pun intended um <laughs> if they didn't because obviously you know mrs Friesen was going to go home and you know a couple other people were going home and the fans didn't want to see that so they they tried but it was just silly because the track was far far too wet oh, yeah. so you know there was only one way that could have turned out and it was exactly the way that it did so there were places in the weekend where you could definitely see the inexperience yeah you know in in trying to make decisions about what's appropriate at a certain time um but we're gonna get it again next year so you know hopefully it'll you got a notebook now it'll get better yeah, yeah. i mean not hopefully a, thick, they not a thick notebook but yeah hopefully. but i mean i was concerned at the start of the cup race too because uh if you noticed at the start of the cup race they had watered down the track so much that we started to get the same effect with the mud on the front and you know, guys overheating kyle bush had to hit pit road for yeah. overheating yeah. i was like oh no don't say that we've well we've too, we put too much water this isn't even a rain problem this is right. a water truck so yeah, uh, luckily, you know, it doesn't take long for them to dry the ra- dry out the racetrack, and we didn't have any more serious issues, but definitely um, put Kyle Busch behind the mark very early on from the lead. It saved Stuart Friesen a divorce, that's for sure. That yeah, that's right. I-, I texted Tom or said something to Tom uh, at the racetrack. We were at Hickory this weekend, and I said, well... You know, uh, Randy's assumption of divorce. No divorce on Monday. No, nope, it'll no. be June now before now, it happens. June, yeah, Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to save his marriage for another three months or so. Uh, but my my question is, is that, I mean, you know, uh, historically the, the Bristol Spring Race has been plagued by weather, rain, snow, you know, you name it. It's in the mountains in the middle of, you know, the beginning of spring. So why wouldn't we decide to run the dirt race in August? Cool. Because then it could be closer to the playoffs and it'd be a lot more, I feel like mm. it'd be a lot more interesting because... I've always been an advocate for saying that if you're going to win a championship, you need to win on every discipline. So if you're going to cover Bristol with dirt, why don't you put it in the playoffs, and then that way that makes another discipline that you would need to conquer in order to win the championship. I just, With all the weather problems in the beginning of spring, why would you risk it doing what happened on the weekend by running it in the spring? Well, in the summer? 
I'm I'm going to give you that just mm-hmm. for the fact that a dirt track in the playoffs is not a good idea in mm-hmm. my opinion. But um, but but I don't think it would be in the playoffs. Bristol's, I will say you did say a, the Roval Bristol was going to be a bad idea. Bristol's not a well. The reason I say that the dirt thing though is just because playoffs, it's so yeah. radically different. Bristol is not in the playoffs, yes. right? Yeah, it is. It's it the is first part second, of the first round. Yeah, I think it's yep. the second round. Darlington, Bristol. Now. Then it can't Richmond. be August. Didn't you well, say August? August? Be, well, I did the second race of the year, or the second Bristol you, race, it was whatever, August, whatever it yeah. decides to be. I don't but. think whenever Bristol, if, if Bristol's a playoff race, I'm not in favor of making it a dirt race. But if if it's not, then I I would be later because the weather, even though obviously you can get rain anytime, this time of year Bristol's prone to that sort yes, of thing. Not right. the biblical. My goodness, that was a seven year flood. I'm, my arc yeah. is for sale on eBay, yeah. by the way. I mean that was just nasty, but um. But there's just such a high chance that it's going to. Um, so I think they'd have a better shot at a you know a better weekend later in the year. But I would not be in favor of making a dirt track a playoff race just because it's it's just again too much change, too much difference. Um, I think if if you run it during the year, you're still having to run up front and win and be successful in order sure. to make the playoffs. Um, so. I mean, I'm I'm still in favor of seeing NASCAR do the dirt deal. I just think they need to to really sit back and take a good long look at some of the the, the way that the weekend mm-hmm. went and learn from it, and understand that the way that you operate or legislate a dirt track race in terms of cautions and all that has got to be different than the way that you would do it on pavement. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And just to clear that up, um, Bristol was in August, but after last year when they moved it into the playoffs, um, it now is on September 18th. Okay, and it's okay. the third race of the playoffs and the last race of the first round. Okay, so um, so yeah, I, I'm with you, Tom. I don't really think that we have enough. Uh, we have, I mean, certainly not enough time on dirt yet to even talk about moving it to a playoff right. race. If if maybe down the line we run this and we get this successfully, you know, get you know, we know what we're doing right. more so. Exactly. Then maybe we can talk start that discussion. But I think that changes my vote, Randy. I think you should go back to Bristol for the playoff race. I I, I think I'm going. Oh, to, Oh, there actually. you go. Yeah, that I, would work. I think it would be if I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend the money to go back to Bristol, which is I mean for us. Driving up there is five and a half hours or so. It's not that far up. Does it have um, to be a truck race? No, actually. I, well, okay. I don't think so. You can. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you'd have to pay the difference, maybe. But I mean, uh, the only reason why I didn't go to a cup race is because tickets were already sold out. Right. Otherwise, so I would have went to buy both, a so. ticket for the rest of the weekend. Had I had to work today, I would have still been up there, and y'all would have been doing the show by yourself. But because um, I really, cause today, today you could actually watch both races for free, or one race for yeah. free, and the other one you paid for, because Bristol was going to let you. Right. You know, if you had tickets to the truck race, stay right. for the cup race, or if you had cup race well, tickets. Well, it's, it's very hard to, to to walk to everybody in the grandstand and say, oh, well, you go. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, the the funny thing is that, like, you know, they said that the seats were socially distanced, but that was not true. Unless people were not sitting in their spe- in their seats because... I, it kills me. It kills me. I, well, and I even <laughs> heard somebody sitting, like, right the the one row in front of me, and he, he set his stuff down. He looked up, and he's like, oh, this seat's up there. Let's go up there. I was like, no. I mean, go ahead. Well, there was like I, I feel like twenty. It's twenty five percent capacity, but nineteen yeah. percent of them were sitting around me. And like, where is everybody else supposed to be sitting at? Here? They did the same thing in Bristol last season, where they're like the seats are socially distanced, but the corners were completely bare, and the front and the yeah. straightaways they had packed everybody. Into. I mean, we sat I was on like, well, what is that? We sat in turn four, 
more um, because that like it's socially I guess, distant straightaways, right? Yeah, so one, right. one half on one straightaway, one half on the other yeah. straightaway. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we're, race we're, fans are going to be race fans. You're still going to have the guy in front of you saying, "Hey, man, you want? I got a couple hot dogs, or I got a you know a drink. You need a drink." Uh, row, row number forty nine was socially distanced. But row fifty was not. Because well, luckily row fifty was the very first row under the la- under the suites. So yeah. when it started pouring down rain, I was like, "Ha ha." Yeah. You can't sit on my row because I would take every seat in this row in order to make mm-hmm. sure that they don't come set up with the rhythm. Kids, lay down. Lay across <laughs> the <seat. laughs> Well, my kids are two foot tall, so they took up one seat when they lay down. But anyway, I, I didn't. <laughs> but, um, nonetheless, uh, our buddy Nick DeGroote said he's going to call at 730, so um, he'll be on the phone in a little bit. Thank God because we pay him by the hour. It's so only a half hour he didn't get paid. So, so I, I Actually, 25 minutes. I look at uh, – Nick gets paid? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I look at our list of topics he here, and, and real quick, uh, Richard Petty's interview with Auto Week, his comment, dirt track racing is not professional, so we're going backwards. Like taking an, an NFL team, now you have him playing on a football field. Well, Isn't that it, what they usually a, do? Practice field is what he, I think is what he actually oh, said, which, or like a high school football field. And just to, oh, just okay. to reference. Didn't, didn't, he, didn't he win the last dirt race? He, he did. did. Yes. Yeah. Yep, 51 yes. years ago. But what just, happens when your memory goes just for reference, Richard Petty in, uh, made this. He, they did this interview in October of last year. Um, once Bristol was announced, so this isn't a new interview, but right, it did correct. resurface. Um, and I don't really agree with that. Um, I bet it did after they blundered. Yeah, <laughs> that's when it resurfaced. <laughs> How do you, you know? like my idea now? <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't. I don't feel the same as that with Richard. And maybe some other guys around the table have some differing opinions. But you could say the same thing about a short track race. We're trying to get Nashville uh, Fairgrounds back on the. On the circuit, would that be going backward too? Because we're going back in time to an old short track. Well, I, I mean, think, it's. I think Richard would tell you that his point is that the cars have advanced to the point where they shouldn't be racing on dirt. It's not you're not going to the junkyard and building your own car anymore uh, and running the same. You're not doing that services. at a regular dirt track anymore either. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But that, <laughs> that again, that would be his his point so for NASCAR going backwards, side. but. Um, I do disagree with them. I mean, certainly dirt racing can be professional. And and, uh, I think that, again, even my constructive criticism that I've shared so far doesn't make me feel like it isn't professional. It just it's obvious that um, there are some areas in which the NASCAR officials need to bone up on how dirt races are operated and when to throw cautions and, you know, like that. But I, I mean, the overarching theme here is that we ended up on Monday because we had a we had a combination of rainstorms mm-hmm. over the weekend that just didn't stop. So, I mean, anybody that just, you know. But what, anybody that says this was a failure right. is just just wrong. Exactly. Sunday would have been scratched anyway because of the high waters and things. Um, they oh, had gosh. so many. Even though we it cleared up and they could have theoretically dried the racetrack, no. I'm sure NASCAR would have made the call. They not had, to, move, they no had to move the TV. Compound. Yeah, the TV compound yeah. had to be moved up. <laughs> I mean, it was about to. I wonder Jamie if anybody <laughs> uh, caught any fish in the parking lot. Yeah, I know. The <laughs> creek I'm pretty grows. sure I kicked a couple on the way back to my. <laughs> I was getting ready to um, say the but creek grows. the uh, yeah, the so. funny thing is, is it started raining. You know, we sat down in our seats at four thirty or whatever. It started raining about four forty five, and it did not stop. Mm-hmm. It did not stop raining until seven thirty yeah. Saturday Sunday oh, night. Yeah. So it rained consecutively for a good, you know, 20-something hours. It, it rained nonstop. So there was no way that race was – unless you were running jet skis or boats, there was no no way that that race was going to run. But um, I commend NASCAR for being able to work all night last night to get that track in condition to be able to start the truck race on time uh, today. Because if you saw the amount of water on the mm-hmm. track, which I know Bristol's bank, so all the water went to the bottom. But Well, that's um, the other problem, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. All right, we're going to take a break. Hopefully Nick will join us when we come back from break. This is the Inside Pass on WSIC. We will be back in just a moment.
How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker, and uh, Noah Lewis. I was about to call him Peter because I'm not used to Noah being oh, here. Peter, you know huh? what? I've been here three consecutive weeks, Randy. I know you're breaking a record. <laughs> uh, I, I heard you got a nosebleed from it, too. <laughs> <laughs> you're not used to being here oh, on, uh, on Mondays with us, but I'm glad you're here. Uh, Peter should be back my, next my week. My drive was lonesome. I bet. Uh, that's an interesting At least Peter drive. wasn't driving this time. Right? Should, oh, God, yes. You should totally that's do cool. Facebook Live. when you. Well, not you. Whoever's not driving should do Facebook Live. And just the, the conversations that I'm sure you two have oh, are way boy, here no, from no, High no. Point. We Probably can't. not appropriate for uh-uh. Facebook Live. Probably not. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Probably they not. stay private. 
I think that's not on the phone. That actually. would be Nick DeGroote. Thank God somebody's, somebody's about to save our day. Uh, so anyway, I got uh, a bone to pick with Nick. Anyway, okay, good. Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> um, so we've been on this thing about 200 episodes. This is episode 204, as a matter of fact. And so I just thought this. Let's just say the best for last, because to me, Nick DeGroote is is the best person we've had in terms of helping us grow the show. He's always willing to come on the show. Um, and I'm watching his his ego just grow and grow Nick, and Nick, grow. Nick, he says that about every single phone guest. I just want you to know <laughs> that. he knows better than that. But in, in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in any event, <laughs> he must want a break on your fee. He uh, well, I mean, the the funny thing is that he gets paid by the hour when we are a fifty five minute show. Um, but so he doesn't get paid at all. Um, but that's a whole other story. Uh, Nick, uh, buddy, thank you so much for, for coming on. And, and thank you for helping us grow the show for 200 episodes. I mean, you've been on uh, 206 of our 204 episodes um, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's how much you're on the show. Um, but we appreciate you coming on uh, at least once a month and, and joining us and hanging out with us. And especially tonight, in Peter's absence, you're kind of like a you know uh, the fifth member of our panel and uh, you know it 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 was unfortunate you couldn't be here at the top of the show but NASCAR decided that they were going to delay the start of the third uh or the, I guess the the restart for 10 minutes after the beginning of our show so we had to wait till the till the race was over but thanks for coming in and joining us tonight of course love to join you guys and i think this is a record for me the quickest I've been on the show after the conclusion of a cup race. That's true. That's, that's very true. Uh, it always seems like it always plagues us on the nights that you're supposed to be here. But uh, we thank you for uh, for getting that story finished and done and uh, sent over to motorsport.com, which I'm sure will be up momentarily, if not in the morning. Um, so everybody go go check that out. And, well, and, uh, if, if I'm... Story. If I'm being honest, I'm posting it right now while I'm talking. Oh, well, there you go. So it'll be <laughs> master multitasker, master multitasker, yeah. to Groot. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm about no, to enter an I race here too. So we're, we'll do three geez. things. I want to talk about that. What was that uh, <laughs> electric company thing? Faster than a speeding bullet, stronger than a silent <laughs> E, able to leap tall buildings with uh, a something single, single, single bound. bound yeah. Uh, yeah, and and win um, indie car races on iRacing. And somehow yeah. pick fantasy. Yeah, something right. like that. If the, if the yeah. season finale would have been IndyCar, he'd be a champion right now. But yeah. because it was trucks and it was in Atlanta, he now is second to Will Rogers. So, unfortunately. Yeah. So what did you think of the weekend there, Nick? Uh, I was doubtful, very much doubtful about all of this. But when we when you came down to it, in the middle of the race, yeah, it had its moments. There was that part where it kind of turned into a dust bowl, but I liked it. It was better than, I'd say, just doing a normal intermediate race, and i argue better than your usual spring Bristol race. And spring Bristol races can, can be hot and cold, but I, I enjoyed that more, and I'm excited to hear that it's going to be back for 2022. I think they will get better at managing the dirt. I think mm-hmm. they learned a lot this weekend, and I'm excited to see more of it. Well, I can tell you from personal experience being there on Saturday that um, considering what the track looked like when I left Saturday afternoon and went to the hotel, it, it looks a lot better than than the 16,000 gallons of water or whatever that came from the sky um, when, when I was there on uh, on Saturday, which is why Peter's not here because he stayed for the race. But um, I am intrigued to know, Noah, what, you have, what bone you have to pick with, uh, with Nick because I like controversy Look. and fights. I've been trying to get Nick to fight Seth for the last three years, and he hasn't done it yet. So <laughs> I need someone to step in here and help just, me out. You can't fight Seth. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's yes, just that's right. unfair. A ver- verbal fight, not physical fight. Now, listen, Nick, this is unfair. I know what you've done here. You had your driver that you picked today because you you even you opened your points lead on me in fantasy more by me picking Larson and him wrecking out of the truck race and then you picking I can't even remember or Briscoe and him finishing well. 
Listen, you've opened your deficit more, and I know you went to Christopher Bell and told him to spin out and take Larson, my pick out, so that you can open your lead up more. Isn't that right? It was all part of the strategy. Uh-huh. I threw a few bucks uh, Ross's way to make sure he finished him off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, I knew it. Well, the funny thing is I went back because I had time to go back and, and do the points for the trucks, but, of course, the truck, the cup race hadn't started yet. So the well, only I two, lost a ton. The only two people to pick Briscoe during the cu- the truck race was me and Nick. So, <laughs> I mean, you guys all picked Larson. and, Rigged. and Nick picked after practice started. Automatic point deduction. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> – I, I think Nick, Nick loses points for that. Um, I had <laughs> I picked Crafton, and, and he was doing great till he bumped into the back of John Hunter, and then that was it. Um, and I Larson in the cup race, and we all know what happened there. That's true. That's very true. And, Nick, I did want to ask you, too, um, on, to, on some more iRacing stuff. Uh, Monday Night Racing, you did have a chance to go for the championship there. And then you bid the league adieu um, at the end of that and, and said that you were going to move on to some other things. Talk about, uh, you know, your decision to, to move on and, and then also, um, you know, what you're planning to do going forward. Yeah, it was a difficult decision because that league has grown so much over the first two seasons. But uh, I've never stayed in many leagues too long. Normally, I, I only do a couple seasons because I'm always looking for something new, something different. And we won the championship in season one. Almost won it again in season two. Um, got to win what was it, eight, nine races? Race against Kyle Busch and so many other huge names, which is just the coolest. But I, I just came to the point where. I wanted to try something different, and there's so many leagues that run on Mondays, and I'm I just like, all right, I did two seasons. Well, what else do I want out of this league? What what more do I want to do? And I, I kind of when I answered the question was, I've done everything I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. there's all this a lot of other things out there. And one of the new things that I've started to do is the Lionheart Racing League, which is a really old prestigious IndyCar league, of course, Ooh. who has three different series. I've currently entered in their retro series. So I am racing Lotus 79 Formula One car. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's different. Oh, what, night, what night do they run? Uh, they run Thursdays, and I want to step into their, if I can, their DW12 IndyCar series, yeah. which runs Mondays, and they have an IR18 series that runs Wednesdays. So I want to get on that. they got Sage Karam, who I think is the defending champion. And, uh, yeah, I got seventh in my first Lotus 79 race. So it's not an IndyCar, but it feels similar. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of downforce in those things, though. Well, first <laughs> so, off, yeah, I just want to try new things. That was pretty much the end, re- end point of it. Well, first off, I'm a little jealous by you saying you did everything you wanted to do in Monday Night Racing when I put around in about 15th, 16th every time I'm running there. Um, but, it just means you still got more time before he's you right. move He's on tired of laughing you is what yeah. the problem yeah, is. Uh, it's like, exactly. oh, I'm, I'm You're constantly in his way. Um, but furthermore, <laughs> send me some information on that league. I'd like to know some more. That'll be great. Um, it, we'll miss you in Monday Night Racing for sure, though. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. That last race, when I saw that margin to Will Rogers and it was like 1. 1.2, 1.1, 1.2, 1. 1.1, I'm like, come on, somebody just do something. <laughs> but he had all his friends around him, so yeah. I'm like, nothing's going to happen here. Needed to yell at that's funny. The other thing I was gonna I was gonna pick on Nick about not that we don't pick on him enough as it is, but um, so if anybody's ever gone to the website uh, InsidePestLive.com, I always post like a profile picture of the gas that's coming on. There are no pictures of, of Nick DeGroote other than I mean, obviously there's you know the, his professional photography photos or whatever. There's a black and white photo though that is like a headshot of him, and it, I swear to God, it looks like he's about to host Saturday Night Live. Like it's just the way that the <laughs> photo is made. And it's it's probably an old photo. It's probably from you know like last year when you were twelve. 
um, before you turn thirteen. Um, but it, it's a it's a, a very it, it's a it's a good photo. But it's just funny because every time I put, yeah it's a, yeah, uh, oh my Noah's, gosh Noah's showing it in the look uh, at that thing in the room right now. It, it looks yeah, like that's... he's a like he's the next host of SNL. It's like a model quality. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm Nick DeGroote, and this is Saturday Night Live. There you go. Live from Randy Miller's basement. Where? where hey, now, wait a minute. It's Saturday where, Night. Where, where, did that, where was that photo taken? I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, in, in the motorsport.com offices in Miami, Florida. Oh, okay. So it went out. It's not that old. It's a couple years old, right? Back when you yeah, were in Miami. No, not, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I just thought it was funny. It's just a you know, there's not very many photos of you uh, floating around where you're not you know like holding a microphone or you know hiding behind an iris or have a helmet on or you have a helmet on. <laughs> so um, that's one of the only photos we found. But that's the one we always use when, when you're on the show. So um, just in case you you think that we just like you know Photoshop you on you know Joey Logano's body or something like that and put you up there. So uh, uh, that's that's not the case. But. Probably be about the same. Oh, good to know. Would look be look about the same. I mean, you know, who knows? It, yeah. So anyway, same we, height. I th- same, same height, height. I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we going to talk about uh, this this Chicago thing. Yeah. Uh, Do well, we have gonna, enough time, or are you going to wait? It's, it's a minute fifty seconds. Okay. I was going to wait till after right. the, the break because uh, it, it's going to be a long discussion. But I, I was going to say we Probably. every the fantasy NASCAR's off this week because obviously NASCAR's off um, because of the Easter holiday. So. Uh, no one gets another week to sit and think about Nick being in the top <sighs> spot. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm just. Falling behind every every you, week. You get a whole week and a half to contemplate your uh, Martin's. Why can't kick. any of his drivers not do well? Because he's very good. Because at what he you does. can't pay him what he can pay. I know. Because right. he's, he's got I more knew money. He whispered than in Bell's ear today. It's yeah. that Bell crash fund that yeah. uh, he's got going on, uh, and he had a little <laughs> yeah. bit extra money to the get Ross to in on yeah. it too. <laughs> So, I mean, who, who would have thought? But that's that's the that's the joy I think of, of fantasy NASCAR this year is because you never you don't know from week to week what's going to happen. I mean, it's it's a complete swing from week to week uh, depending upon who you pick. Um, and the fact that we have you know Seth playing this year and and, and Murdoch playing this year, and you know we've got all these new, new all these new folks in Noah and Peter playing this year, um, it makes it tough because if you if you if you miss one one race, you you lose so many points. Um, that you, it's hard to make up. So I mean, and then we got Murdoch, who started three weeks into the season. He's already like second in points. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> so just from making, you know, I mean, it's actually could... Murdoch and Melick together. That's yeah, true. They're, yeah. they're a combo team. Yeah, that is that is true. Melick hasn't been here though. So Melick will be excited. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fire him after a couple. Of weeks. <laughs> uh, he's not pulling his weight. Yeah. Um, he's not pulling his weight. Uh, the Groot, I'm coming for you. By the way, I'm coming for he's you. He's contractually obligated to uh, oh. to pick the spot. Oh, I'm ready. Cars, so, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, be the only competition he's had, except for Will Rogers in the uh, iRacing series. <laughs> uh, speaking of iRacing, I want to talk about this uh, Chicago street course thing when we come back from break, because that's an interesting I, uh, iRacing topic. We'll be back with more of the Inside Pass right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Michael and you're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Michael Lynette bringing us back from the uh, commercial break. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Noah Lewis, Chris Murnock pushing buttons. Peter will be back uh, next week. If it rains again, he might float back. <laughs> Taking his arc. And uh, on the hotline, uh, our buddy Nick DeGroot uh, joining us. Uh, from uh, motorsport.com and uh, accomplished uh, iRacer who's going to move on to drive uh, bigger and better cars Ooh, um, next season. <laughs> well, smaller cars, actually. Small, smaller cars, but bigger series. Um, he's, he's getting virtually snobby. I, I, yeah, it's going to start costing me way more money than I don't already pay him. Uh, yeah, to be you on might the not show, be able so to afford to. Might not be able to afford him much, for much longer, but um, we, we are happy to have him on when he <laughs> is able uh, to join us. And uh, that brings us to... Um, the next thing I want to talk about, before I talk about that, though, I want to talk about next week. Next week, we have a fantastic uh, show for you. Another Nick uh, is going to join us, uh, but a different Nick, Nick Berry, um, who uh, runs a Sprint on Ice series in the uh, in the Northeast. I am super excited about this series. Nick actually might know something about this because he's from the Northeast, too. Have you ever seen Sprint Cars on Ice, Nick? I actually haven't. This is the first time I've heard about it. Yeah, he um, uh, Tom knows a little bit about it. He he kind of told us a little bit about it until last week. But uh, they're trying to get the trying to get the league going 
down further south and like in the Midwest and the Kansas, Nebraska area. Of course, it has to be areas where they have snow. Um, and so uh, he's trying to get to trying to get the league down of you know in the Midwest part of the United States. And so uh, I'm in, I'm interested to see how this whole thing came about because uh, he's a, he's an accomplished racer on uh, on sprint cars on ice. And so yeah. I'm I'm interested <clears throat> to see how that whole he's thing, got a uh, son that's uh, a developing young racer too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, uh, and then uh, one of the shows in uh, in April we've got uh, John Hernimacek uh, as well, so um, that'll be that'll be good nice. for us. May is shaping up to be a really good uh, really good month. I got two people. I I really I really hope that uh, I can get them uh, on on the show because it's going to be awesome if we yes. do. But um, nonetheless, uh, I want to talk about uh, since Nick's on, and of course he's the accomplished iRacer. I want to talk about uh, the the iRacing the actual iRacing league iRacing.com. Um, who put out a a version of a Chicago street course that has a lot of implications, a lot of rumors going around that this track is what is going to be a real-life version of a NASCAR race in 2022 if NASCAR decides to run a street course, which I'm also now hearing that Penske could be involved in this and it could be an IndyCar-NASCAR doubleheader on the street course in uh, downtown Chicago, which is what NASCAR has been wanting to do for quite some time. But, Nick, I wanted to get your thoughts on what you think about the the iRacing version of the track and if you've seen the track or if you've practiced on the track yet. Um, and I actually I don't think it, I don't think it's it. <laughs> I, I don't think it actually comes out until after the um, the uh, e the e racing the, the yeah, w- yeah the when they bill. do the because I think the the Invitational is going to do the race first and then it's going to be out on iRacing. So it's one of the tracks that they added to the schedule. Nick, what, what do you think about this? Um, My thoughts exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely threw me off. I didn't expect that. I, I came, it came out of left field for me. I'm like, wait. Chicago Street Course on iRacing, what does this mean? What are the implications of this? NASCAR, what? <laughs> I, I am, my curiosity has me excited because I want to see how it's going to go. First on iRacing and second of all, why? Because I don't think they're doing this just for a fun iRacing thing. I, I think there's been talk for some time that NASCAR wants to dabble in street racing. And I'll tell you what, I'd love to see a NASCAR race on a street course but I don't think it would be the best race because <laughs> those, those tracks are very hard to pass um, notoriously for open-wheel series, and I, I've seen touring cars on street courses, which is, I think, the closest you'll get to NASCAR, and same with supercars, I guess, for right. that matter. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if NASCAR would work, <laughs> I, a lot of, especially a lot of 90-degree corners and walls on either side of you very close together. I see a lot of track blockages. But, again, my curiosity forces me to say yes go for it try it at least once let's see what happens and hey if it gets nascar back into a market like chicago i mean can't be worse than chicago then <laughs> yeah we know we know you're gonna go out and win on it that's for sure but uh <laughs> but, but nevertheless um how cool do you think this is though that you know because we we were hearing some rumblings about um this before we even knew chicago lost its state at chicagoland speedway and so, what do you think? Um, what do you think of iRacing becoming kind of the platform to really introduce new tracks or new configurations um, going forward? Because I mean, the sim has gotten to a point where uh, where we can see a lot of the real or the sim stuff come over to the real stuff, and uh, it's really been useful. I think it's a clever way to gauge interest, a, a very clever way, and I, I like that they're they're doing it because, first of all, more tracks are better on iRacing, in my opinion, but. Just to kind of instead of going out and saying, "Hey fans, what do you think about this?" Answer this uh, 
Twitter polls or something yeah. like that, or ask or their the fan, fan council. council. Right. They just they just put it out there and see who consumes it, see who gets excited about it, see what people are saying. And I think that's a really cool idea. I, I know I'm the crotchety old fart of this, uh, you know, this group here. But at least he knows it. Why? Well, it is what it is. You're the wisest. I mean, if the yeah. Fits where well, see, I like to think that I'm wiser than most, but I, I must not be because I look at this. This of all places, Chicago. I mean, like, is there going to be drive-by shootings under caution or what? I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to be difficult here, but really, of all places you could put this, and you've got Long Beach, you've got other places where the Indy cars race, why are you doing this in Chicago? I feel like the turning radius more on than anything is worse on the cars for how sharp some of these turns are going to be. Well, but again, remember, they're going to be basically supercars. Nick's right. They're a sports car, and that's why they built them, is they built them to be road so do you think it's bad? Course. Do you think it's bad putting the road course race and testing it out on a car they're not going to be driving? Yeah, I, that's yeah. what I said before. I don't really see the point of putting it out on iRacing now because the cars that they have in iRacing are not going to be the cars that they're going to run in this thing. They're not going to handle anywhere close to the same. So I'm not really sure. Um, I guess it's just for teaser. Maybe. You know, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I just can't understand picking Chicago. I just really don't. You you had a, <laughs> a an oval track there. You've got Iowa in, in the general vicinity. The it's Milwaukee also a mile. thing with – Come on. It's also the same thing with what we were talking about with Bristol earlier. There's so many other street courses you could go to. Why are you making one? Yeah, well, well, you, but you, well, you make one because the, no street course is a permanent course. Oh, well, yeah, but, but obviously, but there's other places but, you can right. go. That's what I, you know, why Long not Beach do it at Long Beach? I think right. Toronto actually would be a phenomenal show um, to do as an oh, NASCAR yeah. Indy Doubleheader. Mm-hmm. I just am not, I'm not buying the Chicago thing. I just think it's a bad idea. Um, I know as a fan, I would never, ever want to go there, to be honest. Just knowing what I know about the crime and everything else, um, I'm not going anywhere near that place. I even hate, I've had to go through the airport a couple times and, you know, I'm, my head's spinning every second I'm in it. Speaking of airport, I want them to go to Sebring. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's a good idea. I feel like NASCAR is probably going to put Better the than Chicago put the Chicago street course a week after Bristol, and they'll have snow up to the roof flaps, and then you won't even have to worry about that either. Because <laughs> well, we could have then we can invite the sprint cars. That's true, and, and then we can have, have a sprint race nice. instead, yeah, not even have to worry about it. So that that makes perfect sense. Um, it's hard to believe that our hour is already up. Nick, thank you so much for taking the time out to join us, and uh, good luck with the uh, the Lionheart League, and good luck with iRacing, and I'm sure you'll be back on it again at the end of next month, as you always are. Um, but thanks so much for taking the time out to join us tonight. Absolutely, guys. Always a blast. <laughs> and uh, good luck to the, your iRacing career. And, uh, you know, may you go in and win the Chicago race before it even gets put on oh, iRacing. Um, and uh, He <laughs> doesn't that, need the luck. On that note, uh, we've got uh, Lee Lap coming up uh, next. We've got uh, Nick Berry on next week to talk about the, uh, the the sprints on ice, which I'm excited about. Uh, so for all of us here at the Inside Pass, uh, I am Randy Miller. We'll see you guys uh, next week. No NASCAR this weekend because it's Easter weekend, so enjoy your family. And, and, and don't cheat, Nick, Two on big fantasy. races at Hickory. Go. No, yep. no paying drivers off. That's right. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see you guys next Monday on the Inside <laughs> Pass. Good night, everyone.